Hey everybody, it's Friday and it's sh Sat <laughs> this is Saturn Dave, Shiro Show, and uh, this over here is like a gray block <laughs> that is supposed to be Pat, uh, but it is not. Oh, and the magic, and the magic of, uh... wow, that actually your... worked out really good. <laughs> okay. So short, yeah. st short story, Pat just got uh, back from a movie and it was like, everything is down to the nick of time. And uh, wow, you just got plugged in there nice and nice and clean. So yeah, I that's thought what I happens was... when you have a good light. I just need to. Yeah. Like, I realize you're starting this 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 close, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm here and everything's good. Yeah, that was good timing. And for anybody watching, that that's uh, extra entertainment value. <laughs> so, how is everybody doing? Yeah, um, we're we're cutting things close these days, you know. Uh, burn, burning the candles at both ends, you know, trying to... Hey, you gotta live life on the edge. Like I said, like I usually say, every day below six feet is a good day. Mm -hmm. No kidding. Wow, that, that was like a that was like a miracle. I was like, I was soliciting folks in the comments, like, get in here to the chat with me. <laughs> and like, host no. the show with me. No, we're good. I okay. literally got home at 2.31. At, at, at I walked in, set the camera up, got the lights going. Nice. I thought I was going to be here sooner, but uh, we, we grabbed something to eat, and I lost track of time. So. Yeah, and um, I got my whole rig set up. I got ready to go. Um, you know, ha I have to open everything in a specific order, like Discord first, so that it plays nice with, with OBS, you know, audio-wise, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I, like, go over to the news segment screen, and the stinger is, like, blah, 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 like all warbly and, like, Matrix-like. And I'm just like, no, wait a second, what's going on? And, like, I am in my settings, going over all of my audio, audio settings, trying to figure out if it's, like, a sample rate issue. And it was just that um, my my audio interface needed new batteries because it's a, it's like a portable audio interface that you can take with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, it runs on double A's. Mm. I guess it. I guess it needed new batteries. Fair enough. Did you? Uh, so it didn't affect the video at all, or just the audio? Didn't affect the video, and it was just like certain certain parts of audio, I guess, that run at a certain bit rate or run at a certain frequency would be um, all like warbled and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm not going to take any chances with that. So I went and swapped out the batteries, and it worked. So here we are. Here we are. Here what, we are indeed. And what uh, what Shiro show would be a Shiro show without some technical difficulties? Literally half the That's fun our, of the show. That is, is our mantra. Technical difficulties. Exactly. Well, but uh, it's all good. We got things to talk about this week, and uh, we well, do? we don't have. Yeah, no, we've got things to talk about. We just don't have articles to talk about, aside from Fair like enough. two articles, uh, because both of Pat and I have been like super busy this week uh life basically life stuff going on and uh but we didn't want to not have the shiro show for you guys so we're yeah, just we kind two, of we have two new sections we have three new sections but we also have news as well or was it two or three? Oh, is there's two okay we just yeah we just have two things to talk about but one is very apropos the nights being uh what we're going to stream today we're gonna have everybody come in in the second hour or maybe this won't even take us an hour but we'll have everybody come in during the stream and just talk about your memories i'm just going to play the game and i'll let you guys do the talking get on the mic tell us your memories of nights anything interesting that you liked about it we just want to you know uh, give shouts to this game that is you know it kind of defines Not the saturn that. in a lot of ways and uh and it's uh, and it's also just a classic game, you know, 25 years old. Uh, so yeah, we wanted to do something for it. Um, in the meantime, you want to let's just roll, I guess, with Peter's article. Get rolling, 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 rolling. What? Keep so, rolling, rolling. This was an E3 demo 
that debuted at the 1996 E3 in Los Angeles. Um, it was it was apparently different. Obviously, it wasn't a completed build, and there were a lot of differences, a lot of little differences. You know, like the characters looking different, the idea being like huge, like these orbs being gigantic. <laughs> you've got the no credits, orbs, but you've balls. got like yeah. Um, have you played this demo? Has anybody grabbed this off of Hidden Palace in the recent so, this? Go out. So this does this just drop recently or something? Yeah, I think this. I think this was part of. I think this was part of that recent deluge of uh -huh. dumps. Okay. I think. Now I um. Now I am not certain. And I mean, I uh -oh. even read Peter's article. Dave's uncertain. <laughs> Dave's uncertain. What's new? I read Peter's article too, and I don't think he mentioned when this went up. So, um, maybe there's a link to download it. There is no link to download it that I can see, but no you guys legal, legal links. Well, you guys can get over to Hidden Palace and check it out. Um, it is the '96 E3 demo. I'm pretty sure that it went up with uh, with the recent dump of images. And because Peter would have played it and written an article about it before now. Uh, and essentially, it, yeah, there are things like, you know, the levels are not completed. The or the, the idea orbs, um, they're not positioned, uh, they're not positioned in, in ways where you can actually take advantage of all the links, I guess, you know, because they really spent time fine tuning the link system and making it so that you could really mm -hmm. pull off some amazing stuff. As far as the stunt ribbon goes, they hadn't named the, uh, the you know, they hadn't put in like groovy or dreamy or any of that stuff. So it just says motion A18. Uh, <laughs> and, I gotcha. And Peter's so, like, so, they, they, so this is before they collaborated with Nintendo? The, yeah, this would this definitely would have been before a Nintendo collaboration. Uh, I got you because see, there's no links in it, so I mean, right? There's no links. Ha ha. We need a sad trumpet for for every time Pat drops a talks a dad. Yeah, I'm every joking. time Pat. I would say a dad joke, but you're not a dad yet. Um, but anyway, Just give it some time. Give, give it, it some time. time. I'll I'll steal a baby. You'll embarrass your, you'll embarrass your kids at school. I'm sure. Uh, but no, Probably seriously, we'll need the Seinfeld noise. I mean, while you're talking about it, this was like the one game that you uh, that uh, now now I'm drawing a blank. Mario creator Miyamoto. This is the Shigeru one game Miyamoto. that Miyamoto said that he wished he created this game or that, that he had come up with this idea. So that speaks highly yeah, of the game. Pretty. Yeah, I it's think the, the biggest differences I liked was the numbers and stuff or the, the, the sorry that the text entry isn't there. Oh, the text entry. Yeah, oh, so you just, can't just ask. Yeah. yeah, and uh like uh, the Spring Valley level is uh sorry guys, this isn't I mean I realize this isn't really news, but this is just kind of us going going over and talking about Peter's article, but definitely I think it deserves some attention. Um essentially like Spring Valley wasn't completely done, obviously it was just a demo at E3 to show it off and then the game came out uh that summer. And then um uh, Frozen Bell is is not anywhere near as complete as uh, Spring Valley. There, uh, Peter is like he's like the expert at Frozen Bell, so he would know. You know, he tried to put a, put together a lot of his links, and they just wouldn't work because they hadn't fine tuned that in the game yet. Yeah, um, he basically he basically can close his eyes and sleep and play dr uh, nights in his dreams. No pun intended. Yeah, actually, there was a site ScoreAttack.net. Uh, which held like the leaderboards for for years for nights into dreams and you had like Peter 
uh, it, it, way up there. In fact, he ruled the boards for Frozen Bell. Um, there was Knights Charlie, who was like serious into this game. You had Milan, who had, um, I think was a French guy who posted up some crazy scores that can still be found on YouTube. And now there's a Electric Striker. There's a, uh, within the last two years, there's a new uh, player who goes by Electric Striker on YouTube, and he just has some of the craziest scores up. Um, I'm not sure how he's doing his turns because they look so incredibly fast. Like I'm, I'm just like I don't know how you can do that with your hands, but uh, I guess I guess you know if you spend enough time, you can uh, you can get something like that going. Uh, it look it looks to be legit, looks to be on real hardware, but uh, but yeah, no, Peter is one of the best in the world, and so you know I I always appreciate anything written about knights by Peter because he definitely knows what he's talking about. And I do like the modesty of him that he does like getting the high scores, but he also likes pushing the people to play knights. Oh, yeah. So while he might not have the highest scores, he's like, you know what? That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I couldn't even hope to contend with Peter. Um, I don't have the time to put in. And even though I've been playing knights for literally years, like since 1997, so I guess 25 for me, years, 26, four years. Close, yeah, 24 years I've been playing knights and I, I, I score in the 500 thousands. Um, and Peter's like, way up in like the seven or eight hundred thousands so i mean i can't even hope to hold a candle to him and but i do the best and i still want people to try and appreciate this game as much as as much as they can you know if it's not for you i totally get it but at least try the game and kind of um you know work through the the scoring system because once you get into the whole score attack thing it just really becomes a lot of fun once you start racking up high scores and you figure it out then you're having fun with the game because you're doing well at it um nobody likes playing a game that they suck at so i admit that if you're just you know if you're constantly scoring like d or something like that then it's probably something you want to throw the controller but uh but we're going to get into to learn. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot more about knights uh, in the stream segment. And we're going to um, I'm going to shut up and let you guys talk, uh, which is probably for the best. <laughs> but uh, Peter, so so Patrick, you you published this today, right? Die Hard Arcade. Was it today? No, it was Wednesday. I put, put posted. It oh, up. was it Wednesday? OK, yeah, uh, I posted up on this oh, one. Not, up. Yeah, I, no. OK, yeah. Seven, seven. So that's right. I know my stuff. Best of Saturn, Die Hard Arcade. Talk about it. D Hard. So uh, basically, uh, Die Hard Arcade is, of course, for, I mean, everyone probably knows the game, but I'll introduce it anyway. So it was uh, basically uh, a game that was originally put on the, the Sega Titan STV board. I don't like saying STV. It's so too close to another ST and mm -hmm. something else. But uh, yeah, the arcade board. It's basically a, a 3D beat 'em up. You play as John McClane, or I think it's Bruno. Uh, I can't remember what his last name is. Bruno something in the Japanese version. That's of course Dynamite Decca or Dynamite Detective. Mm -hmm. And you play and in, in, in this game you play as John McClane and John McClane, John McClane and Chris Thompson as you were sent a skyscraper to rescue the president's daughter. Uh, it's an, it's non-licensed in Japan, like we were saying. So it was uh, basically a Dynamite Deca, Dynamite Detective, and I guess when it when it came to the West, uh, it looked so much like Die Hard. Uh, and but basically, what it was, I mean, more or less, pretty much was a Die Hard clone to begin with. And they just went full circle. Like you know what, we're just gonna try to get the license. And Fox said yes. And now uh, technically, I guess Disney owns it. So uh, mm -hmm. yeah, Die yeah, Hard like is now a Disney property. This game is probably trapped in like a licensing hell or something like that. I don't know, but uh, as far as like being as far as like Die Hard Arcade, but uh, Dynamite Cop, you know, uh, it was on the Dreamcast as Dynamite Cop, right? 
Yeah, Dynamite the Cop. They, yeah. And, and in Dynamite Deca too in Japan. In, in Japan, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they and it plays it's technically the same character, but differently modeled and and in that game he definitely does not look a lot like John McClane at all mm-hmm. or Bruce Willis. But uh, that's not the only games he was in. He was also in the Project X Zone game as well. I think it's the first one. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And he makes a, it's really funny to see him make a lot of references to like using different weapons and uh, a lot of his adventures throughout the games. And that's actually one of my favorite things about Project X Zone is all those references because it's like a, it's like a strategy crossover game between like Sega, Nintendo, uh, uh, Bandai Namco, and a bunch of other companies that mm-hmm. that that are have all properties. So like you you're playing on teams like with Dante, uh, Dante, uh, the was it the. Uh, Riku Brujima from uh, House of the uh, Zombie Revenge, mm-hmm. and there's like really weird the cameras. Like of course there's the guy from ha- uh, Zombie Revenge, where it's like who's played Zombie Revenge in the last like 20 years or had a game for that? Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this actually isn't the only uh, Die Hard game on this on the Saturn as well. The other one being uh, Die, Die Hard Trilogy, which I am not a fan of to be honest. I'm a I'm a like it's not great, and I would not say to anybody that it's great like go out like i would say go out and buy Die Hard arcade or go out and experience it if you haven't stop what you're doing and do it right now uh with Die Hard trilogy it is kind of an acquired taste but there is a lot of value there in that you do get three games and lots of folks have fun with one or or more of those games uh and it's easy to say that it was done better on the playstation i've played i've played it on both i think it runs a little smoother a little less fewer jaggies uh on the playstation version but be that as it may i still own a copy of Die Hard trilogy and uh yeah i mean it's it's fun in small doses but yeah it's not the game that Die Hard arcade is i mean Die Hard arcades first of all is like it plays just as good as the arcade because it's like pretty much a straight port. It literally is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the art it wasn't one to one in terms of hardware, but it was close, you know. Um, but that said, it's like the things that are so great about about this gamer that you can pick up like a huge giant bazooka, you know, and just like blast people away. You can shoot somebody while they're peeing like in a urinal, you know. You can. Uh, <laughs> this game. The death of brooms. I wouldn't say this is the first game with quick time events, but it's definitely one of the one of the first games where you, uh, where if you hadn't experienced that, that might have been your first experience with quick time events, where you're just like run, characters running down the hall, and then it's like beep 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 beep. You got it like same style as Shenmue. Um, and, and Sega, of course, would that would be like a, almost a patented thing that they would do in, in a lot of their games is those uh, quick time events that just jump up on you. You don't see them coming. So like uh, once you get used to them, you know they're coming. But like for the first time you might have ever experienced this, you probably missed the opportunity for, for the quick event. And then you you um, with this game, it ends up dumping you into a fight that you wouldn't have need to f- needed to fight if you just uh, succeeded in doing the punch or the kick or whatever that uh, gets you past whatever enemy is trying to thwart your advance. But uh, yeah, and there's a crazy amount of moves in this game. Absolutely, yeah. There's crazy amount of moves, crazy amount of like random weapons. There are some frustrating parts where that you get like hosed by the fire truck. It's and and it's like when you get knocked down, it takes some time to like get back up, and then you're kind of invincible for a moment, Um, which can be frustrating. But I mean, again, it's with a friend. This game is loads of fun. So yeah, it's probably it's probably my favorite beat 'em up of all time potentially. It is, uh, it is a great beat em up. It it, uh, it it definitely holds its own with classic beat em ups uh, that Sega did. You know, like um, 
I mean, I personally think Streets of Rage 2 is is amazing. I know you're not like that big of a fan of the Streets of Rage series, but I definitely think that like for the 32-bit era, 3D beat 'em ups, Die Hard Arcade is about as good as it gets. And I can't. There's not enough good things I can say about this game, uh, except for the price. <laughs> the price is pretty out there for like a long box. Definitely get the Japanese version. You're not going to miss out, <laughs> you know. But I mean, uh, the only issue is that that it's hard to see the Japanese text for the buttons. But I think it's clear enough. Yeah. On that one, the only issue True, it's only point. the Die Hard uh, Dynamite Cop, the Japanese version, that's hard to see what button to press. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I've, that's I all Japanese. Frankly, I haven't played the Jap. I've only played the Japanese version once when we did a podcast to check it out and see like. How, how well or how close it was to this one because I own this one so this is the one I always play if I'm going to play it but also um, Ben our own Shiro Ben sent me a copy of this for STV well he sent me an STV as well and again I still need to get a super gun so that I can go ahead and stream that on a show someday um, but again like that's just not been in my in the cards for me financially um, but as soon as I'm able to get a super gun, I'll definitely be plugging it in and uh, doing a stream for this. So that's something to look out for. I promise you guys. I promised Ben. I was like, I'm not going to have you send this to me and then I'm not going to get a super gun. So I'm definitely going to. It's just a matter of uh, kind of getting things back to normal uh, after coming back to work from COVID. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a lot of good options for super guns though nowadays like the sentinel super gun uh, the sentinel super gun and the minigun that they come out with is very yes. uh that's what very I was... accessible yeah and they're getting cheaper too like the better the technology is getting better they're getting smaller or more compact uh and they're getting better just all overall so like i was about to buy one on offer up that was old and i realized the guy was getting rid of it because he was upgrading to something better so i was like i think i'm just yeah. gonna wait until Ben got Ben got a nice one from uh, China that works perfectly fine for him, and it has Saturn controllers right on the front of it. Uh, that that yeah, works. Yeah, I saw that one. Saturn controller ports that works with the STV. So that I was considering that one, but I just figured I can't really afford one right now anyway. So I might as well just wait and see what happens. Um, and, and if we get to a point where um, kind of that one comes down in price, then I'll probably just snatch one up. Yeah, because uh, the, the cool thing is you can also buy them in pieces. So just buy the board, then buy the power supply mm -hmm. and stuff, and then buy the controllers. Because the, the controllers that are usually on super guns are um, yeah, DB15. So if you have a a a, a Neo Geo controller, it would work perfectly. Right. Well, um, anything Maybe else you want to say? I don't know. Yeah, if you if you just uh, send me one, <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm not gonna say Maybe. I'm not gonna return it. That's for sure. Actually, I wonder if I still have that. I'll 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 take a look. All right, but uh, don't, I'm not going to hold you to anything. <laughs> but I will say this. Um, so any any other things you wanted to add to this game before we before we leave it? Uh, I'm good. I definitely want to segue into probably if if you want to do like a Mount Rushmore, I kind of want to see what your Mount Rushmore of a uh, beat 'em ups were on the topic. Uh, 3D or 2D? Uh, either or. I mean, okay, so are we cons do we consider Cannon Spike a beat em up? Uh, mm, that one's a, that one's a multi genre because it's like a shoot 'em up and a beat 'em up sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, because I was gonna say that that's like almost one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, but if if not that, I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, I I typically have the most fun with either Streets of Rage two or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in time. You know, uh, 
So those mm. two games from my from my youth and like picking up a controller and playing with a friend, those are just a lot of fun. Um, I never don't have, you know, like I always have fun playing those two games. Um, but that said, I mean like Die Hard Arcade, played it a ton like in the movie theater, uh, waiting for movies to start, you know, played it in the arcade. Um, and that would probably be like a close second, like right there. Um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of it for me. Those, those three games. And I realized Turtles in Time, uh, I do favor Turtles in Time on the, uh, on the Super Nintendo sacrilege, I know to say, uh, instead Mm -hmm. of the Manhattan, not the Manhattan, what is it? Uh, the Hyperstone heist on the, on the Genesis. Yeah. I think I just, I think I just prefer the SNES one. I mean, that's the one I played, you know, back in Hyperstone. Yeah uh night of dragon was saying yeah so i've played them both but yeah if i'm gonna play one or the other me and my my son you know we we hop on the snes version that's just the one that we have the most fun with so oof rip sega i was a i was a super nintendo fan back in the day i really was before before i mean my my sister had a genesis and yeah i'd play like aladdin or i'd play sonic the hedgehog excellent outstanding games but i mean i really didn't come into a love for the sega genesis until after the sun had already set on it it was kind of like i went backwards i I fell in love like head over heels with the saturn just just fall all into the saturn and then after that i came back around and realized just how what a great absolutely phenomenal console the sega genesis was Um, but not back in the day you know my dad got me a super nintendo with zelda (laughs) you know link to the past and Super Mario World and Star Fox and it's like what kid I was in heaven you know with those games like you can't I can't even as a, Sa- a Saturn and a Sega fanboy say that you know the Super Nintendo wasn't an absolutely excellent console yeah and I have to agree with that I, I'm actually a, a late bloomer for the Super Nintendo as well and that I, I have to say over the Genesis Sega Nintendo uh, Sega Nintendo us uh, <laughs> Uh, Super Nintendo is miles ahead of Genesis, in my opinion. Like, I think it's, like, way better. But um, I actually was a late bloomer as well. I got it. uh, I remember I found my uncle's uh, NES, and I played that for a bit. And Mm -hmm. uh, one of my friends uh, just gave me his uh, Super Nintendo. He's like, I saw it, like, in a pile in a garbage bag. It's like, Mm -hmm. like, hey, you playing that? I was like, oh, yeah, no, you can have it. And I was like, cool. (laughs) So I remember, yeah, it was weird. It it came with... uh, it came with um, Chrono Trigger. It came with super, both of Super Mario World and uh, All Star, yeah. uh, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, and Legend of Zelda: uh, Link to the Past. Yeah. And those are some of my the favorite my favorite games I ever played on that. Oh, and uh, sorry, Kirby Superstar. Kirby and those Superstar. are my favorite games. Yeah, my favorite games on that console. And I played it for like weeks. It was amazing. It's it, it blew my mind how good the games were and. Like how amazing they were, and uh, sadly, like a few, like a month later, mm-hmm. uh, his parents realized it was gone, and mm-hmm. he learned he he wasn't supposed to give it to them, give it to me. So uh, oh, he had God. to take it. He went and took everything back, and he his parents didn't take it back. Oh, and man. the last time I talked to him, I think they said that they eventually just threw it away, which is a that's big such sadness. a shame. That is such a shame. You know, I don't agree with you that it's miles above. It is. For RPGs, it is miles above, and I mean, I love shi- I love the Shining series, I love uh, some you know some of the RPGs on Sega Genesis, but com- I mean, come on, you can't compete with the Square Enix or back then just SquareSoft stuff. You can't compete with with Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy VI uh, or three in, in the in the West. But you, those are those are just such phenomenal games. Um, I do think the Super Nintendo takes it for RPGs. 
And I think it takes it for games like Super Metroid. Like Super Metroid is just such a phenomenal game. Um, hey, but... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say something really controversial. <laughs> I think. Why I are think we talking about Nintendo? <laughs> Sorry, gonna... I, I still. Th- I still think that uh, I still think that Sparkster is the best best Rocket Knight game out of all of them. Like oh, yeah. better, better than one or two on the Genesis. Mm-hmm. The Sparkster and SNES is one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but, I, uh, I, I hear you. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, I own both. I love both. Arguably, Sega Genesis. You toss a CD attachment on there, and you get the whole Sega CD library. Uh, so I mean, yeah. like in terms of yeah, like I've what it brought to the table, you know, Sega Genesis is phenomenal. I I think it's an absolutely amazing console. If I had to, if I had to let one go, like on Desert Island situation, I probably. Dang it, that's uh, my alarm for the skylight. Uh, I probably would have to go with the Sega Genesis. And I mean, that would be painful too, though, because I wouldn't want to let... I wouldn't want... <laughs> the RGB also looks so amazing from the Sega Genesis. I don't know. We, we got to stop talking about this because it's just going to make me sad having to like choose between one or the other. Um, that's yeah, the thing, I, guys. Like, it, definitely we, would be, uh, it definitely would be uh, SNES for me on the Desert Island. Growing Sorry, up, Sega, but growing up in, in the console wars, though, you had to choose. Most kids had to choose. You weren't, unless you were like a super rich kid, you had to take sides, you know? And it was like you were either a Sega kid or a Nintendo kid. And um, luckily, my family, we were not super rich, but my sister wanted a Genesis and I wanted a. Uh, uh, SNES and it it just so happened that it was like she got it for one birthday and then a year later I got the SNES for my birthday and so we had both in our household and we did kind of get to experience them both but I swear like I pretty much spent all my time on the Super Nintendo until the Saturn came out and that kind of changed everything so do we want to let's see how much time do we have left we've got we've got a bit um, I really want us to have time to talk about nights um, maybe more than an hour but um, is okay. Emerald is Emerald in the chat at all? I kind of wanted to. Uh, he's not there. Okay. Well. Big sad. Big sad. But I mean, we can talk behind his back. <laughs> I just wanted to talk. I wanted to talk to you about. Um, so like he he came to me and kind of was talking about like you know the fact that you know he's not trying to publicize anything yet, but he's trying to kind of figure out like how the community feels about moving forward with a new online standard a new peripheral that would be what uh what you know new homebrew games would support versus like trying to get online functionality working using the netlink and the xband stuff you know which i imagine would be a nightmare uh you know if you didn't have the tools you know to to be able to do that um and again like uh i would appreciate it if if he was if he got got in here he could speak to it himself but i mean there were several things we were going over several pros that uh going serial saturn tyson serial to usb mm-hmm. if we can get some the idea is if we could as a community through his contacts or even even mine uh if we could get some cables made up that folks could buy into uh, you know, for a reasonable, reasonable barrier to entry, we're talking probably like a $30 cable versus trying to source a Netlink modem and trying to source, uh, you know, a voice over IP SIP adapter, um, you know, and then having to like go through all those settings to try to make it work. You know, um, the idea is having a simple cable that new developers could work in, you know, basically link link cable support. 
um, you know, going online, basically. That's the idea. You'd basically, it'd be serial to USB. You'd plug that into a computer and it would route your traffic um, online, basically. Yeah, I think, wouldn't it be easier to, to do like a Ethernet instead? That I don't know. See, that's, I'm not a programmer. I mean, USB, it might just be easier to, um, to have your com- to have a computer a box handle the actual traffic and just kind of like you know route it into the saturn and out of the saturn through the usb um versus trying to i don't know because even if you went even if you went ethernet you'd probably have to use like a dream pie or something like that right you need some kind of box to to, to route yeah. that traffic so i'm, I'm maybe yeah, that's he, maybe enough. that's what he's talking about maybe he's talking about going uh you know going serial from saturn to usb into a dream pie and then ethernet out of the dream pie that could be the case too you know but you need some kind of linux box or or windows box i don't know um to make it possible um some kind of intermediate device exactly but the but the thing is like for 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 xl2 or for night of dragon if you will or for uh, uh you know for emerald nova who's the one talking about this it's going to be so much easier if they just have a if they just have a device that doesn't have a bunch of like preset rules or software that it has to uh, function with where they can basically write the rules you know and create something that's going to be an easier standard so um you know and and the pros of that cable is that it would be orders of magnitude faster. We're talking like two hundred thousand kilobit per second versus like fourteen four, which is the which is what we're stuck with. And then um, to be completely honest, online play right now, uh, as we've seen with the Netlink, and I know I've been championing it, championing championing it a lot and i still do on okay i still i still want people if they can to pick up a netlink modem and uh you know a voip adapter and go directly in the garbage can and go experience those games as they were meant to be experienced over x-band dialing up another person directly i want folks to do that i want to keep the peripheral live alive as you know you know i mean we've done podcasts about it we've done articles about it i helped uh make like a pdf guide i i definitely don't want people to abandon that um, but i'm just thinking that it might be easy for developers to have something completely new where they can write the rules for it you know and where um it just seems like it would be a lot less headache and it would also in the end be us uh, lower barrier to entry for for people um, and uh, if the whole community bought into it then it would be something doable is is basically the point you know yeah because it'd be easier to easier to trick the 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 saturn into thinking that it has a system link on the software side versus mm-hmm. modding the game files itself and saying oh hey it's right. a writing the game files to access it at least mm-hmm. in my opinion like i think it'd be a lot easier to trick trick into pretending it's system play even though it's halfway right. across the country and, and i maybe mean they had something like that intended for it i know that i know that trekkies and and he's not the only one i know that there are folks out there who who are kind of against that or or they're, they they feel strongly for trying to do it on the the proper hardware you know trying to do it with the hardware that that we have you know um that being the netlink and and again it has to go over voip now because it's like very few people if any have analog phone lines and and that 
adds to the barrier of entry if we're no asking people. No one should have them anymore. They they they, tur- they got, took those away. There's well, really no analog phone lines. I mean, anymore. I've heard in Australia they still have analog phone lines, or c- certain places you can still, especially rural areas, you can still get an analog phone line. But the the fact I is, I suppose. But I mean, I mean, they yeah. already have all because it's a lot of the phone freaking stuff is definitely a thing they got they made preventative yeah. measures of with that digital lines. But I mean, okay, so why he reached out to me, why he reached out to us, because we're part of the community, right? And um, I wouldn't say that we have huge influence over the community, but I would say that we can help if, you know, if we decided as a community that we wanted to pursue a new standard, a new open standard for this, that we would obviously be helpful and influential in, in you know, letting people know about it and encouraging them to buy into it because of course nothing work it does it's not going to work unless we have like 250 or 500 people that are going to buy into it and say yes i'll buy a cable you can go ahead and do the r d to make it or what he said it's going to be pretty simple really it's just going to be it should just be a straight pin out from serial to usb i don't even think it needs a little pcb or anything um i think it's a straight pin out um correct me if i'm wrong but still 30 dollars done you know 30 dollars buy-in a cable. Well, I, mean, I mean, obviously, he needs to he needs to adapt the pen out because I don't think right. the computer is going to understand what the, mm-hmm. the USB is directly. It have to it have to match that USB interface, so it would be right. Well, it would be a pen out per se. It would still have to interface with the USB in some way or or trans or transfer that information. So there probably would have to be some some more little adapters in there, which would probably make it 30, 40 bucks. Right. Well, I mean, I asked him about that specifically. I said, would it need a PCB, a small PCB? And he said, I think it would be simpler than that. But either way, my, I, you know, I asked my wife about it, who is a uh, heart, uh, you know, electrical engineer, and she was just like, oh yeah, yeah. That, that would be no, that would be a piece of cake to build those cables, and you could do it for cheap. Um, and then, you know, yeah, because because even, even if you have to use a small USB mm-hmm. uh, tr- thing or sign away to or transcode that information to USB and mm-hmm. put it to the line, it shouldn't be that expensive. That's probably easy to do. But but it, but either way, the fact is, you know, we were talking about you know throwing it to the community as a poll or like making it a discussion uh, of pros versus cons. But here's the thing: I don't really think it's a discussion. At the end of the day. XL2 can't do what he's doing on a netlink. It's not going to happen. Just bottom line, it's not going to happen. He, the, water fuel has, yeah, water fuel has created it. Um, so he's already got it. He, um, oh, the Knight of Dragon is saying it's too slow. Um, give us more information. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so bottom line, oh, you're talking about netlink. Yeah, so here's the thing. I just watched uh, Retrospector's um, live stream where they did four, and I think I've talked about this before, they did four-player Bomberman. So two people on one side, mm-hmm. two people on the other side. Even that, with the newest settings, thank you, Sega RPG fan. Thank you for patching those games, making them accessible. And Zaiden, thank you guys. And everyone else who's involved, Hawker Zero, we are uh, eternally you. appreciative for that. But even with the current settings, they were still having to mess around with jitter settings. They're still having to drop the match, mess around with their jitter settings to try to get it a little better. And at the end of the day, there was still considerable lag because that's just what it is. Um, it's not uh, It's not two netlinks uh, talking to each other over an analog phone line. It just isn't. It's there is uh, there is basically compression decompression going on on both sides, you know. So um, the fact is, it's just too slow. 
and it's especially too slow to do anything first-person shooter, which is why we didn't have it back in the day. Um, you had you had Duke, you had Duke Nukem 3D, but even that, I don't think you could see your partner. It was like you were guys were playing, um, and uh, you know I'm. I, I may be wrong about that. Again, I, I keep talking, and then, then I kind of start questioning myself whether you actually could see your partner in the cooperative play. But either way, it's super slow. Like, Duke Nukem 3D hardly even runs on the Netlink now over VoIP, you know? Compression, filtering, noise, etc. Exactly. Uh, what Knight of Dragon is talking about in the comments. It's all... It's all, you know, and then, you know, there's a certain amount of like tweaking the settings in your SIP adapter to, to make it better. And again, like I think Joe has probably got it about as good as it can be. Um, and they've Joe just, yeah, sorry, Joe C yeah, Sega RPG fan, but also, um, oh, I was say Joe mama, but okay, oh, no, not Joe mama, but, but also <laughs> here's the deal. Like they, they have recently found, um, someone recently posted, uh, the most up-to-date SIP adapter that uh, that uh, Linksys offers, um, that it works with the with the exploit, and so they may be able to get some better performance out of that. But then again, it's a newer VoIP adapter, so it's going to be a higher cost of entry for anybody who wants to grab that. Um, this is not me saying don't do it. This is just me arguing that you guys should go to the net. You should go to the Dream Pipe, the Netlink Dream Pipe that they have hosted. You guys should download those patched images that that uh, Sega RPG fan worked on. And you should experience these old games like Shadow of the Tusk, a turn-based RPG kind of uh, you know strategy game that works perfect over um, over Netlink over VoIP. You know, you guys should definitely buy into it for that reason. You know, for experiencing those old games and add the setup to your collection. But as far as moving forward. I have a hard time making an argument for Netlink over VoIP because I know that they're with with the stuff that they're going to be churning out in the next few years. This is just the beginning, and with the stuff they're going to be wanting to do, XL2 is always talking about pushing the limits, making the Saturn do things it wasn't doing before. It's just not going to happen at 14.4, you know, kilobits per second. It's just not enough. Um, so anyway, I'm sorry if that ends up sounding very opinionated or very like you know black and white matter of fact, but I I, I think at the end of the day it really is like. Um, there, there's it, the argument is just clearly in favor of a new standard um, where we could just pick up an easy cable, um, and if enough people in the community buy into this, then I think that um, it could be something great. You know, it could be something that we could all be playing uh, Saturn online in the next couple of years. You know? Yeah. Is it cool if I get my two cents on it? Absolutely. Go for it. So my feeling is that. Right now, there's only a limited amount of games that take take advantage of the Tyson cable, the System Link port. So, if we were to adapt that currently, if we got it to where all those games play, you know, straight, straightforward uh, system play, connect on a client, and you find, have a player, uh, we could play a total of like three, two or three games, maybe at the most, maybe mm -hmm. a couple. Like this is standard retail. Right. The bigger issue is getting games and patching them to support that system play. Like, uh, right. Because people, as much as people would like that, I mean, people really want to play virtual online. They want to play uh, Bomberman online. They want to play. Uh, Puyo Puyo online. They want to play. Mm -hmm. I mean, even some of the the weirder game, the weirder games online. And I think the issue is that a lot of that would require those official patching, and a lot of people might not know or be able to play a lot of the homebrew that take advantage of it, if any. Because right now there's only going to be a total of one game so far, which is. Uh, I mean, if if that does go through, which is going to be, of course, a uh, of course, uh, XL2's game. 
Well, and I, uh, I mean, I guess Emerald also wants to try. You know, the whole point is he wants to try to work it into his uh, his flying game. You know, the the uh, yeah. air, the the flight simulator the game. one. Yeah, but yeah. but here's the thing. He he also did specifically mention the possibility that it, that it's not out of the realm of possibility to patch out those old games as well to be able to work with this new with this new standard now yeah i don't know how pie yeah. in the sky that is uh it, i definitely don't think it's going to be happening anytime soon i mean it i think that there would be a ma- uh, an amount of reverse engineering um but nothing's like completely impossible you know we've seen some amazing things happen you know so yeah and uh night dragon saying uh even the retail games do not work with the tyson cable this is more for homebrew right i think as much as i do agree with that i think it's going to be a hard it's an easy sell to say oh you can play all these games officially mm-hmm. in all honesty i don't know many people that are saturn fans that would want to play homebrew strictly and buy that cable just for that mm-hmm. not trying to to the of course throw shade at homebrew i'm just saying that, no. that to sell something of that nature for that amount of price you'd have to have a good couple hundred fan base fan base or, or people that are going to buy it well that's exactly what I'm, and yeah exactly that, that that's exactly what i'm driving at um what we're basically getting at here is that uh i mean i know that there is easy you know uh you know a couple probably 20 or thirty thousand saturn fans scattered over the internet right now i mean there's probably more in the woodwork but that I know of, you know, online, you know, there's probably between 20 and 30,000 Saturn fans who are like into it. Uh, but they're, you know, John, they're just, you know, regular fans, you know, regular fans. But the, then there's the diehard fans like us who might buy into something like this, who want to be, you know, who want to experience the cutting edge stuff as it's coming out. I think it's reasonable to think that there might, we might be able to come up with like 250, you know, 250 to, to maybe 500 max people who would be willing to throw down 30 bucks for you know a, a cable that would allow them to experience you know online play moving forward and of course the more the more developer it, once you have a standard the more developers might want to work that into their games you know what i'm saying if you, if you yeah, don't no, have one and for sure and, and I, the only concern is that i think a lot of people might buy it with the knowledge that hey, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna be able to play Virtual On, or I'm gonna be able to play this or that game, and right. might not understand that it's only for the homebrew use. If, yeah. If any retail game support it at all, which I know is it's gonna be a hard sell. I'm not because yeah. I'm not trying to. Like no, I, said, I know. I'll, I'll for, I'm not slamming the homebrew guys, but I mean this is just as as somebody that wants to like say I'm Joe Schmo off the street that wants to play like uh, okay, what homebrew right. games do I have? Yeah, I don't even think. Um, I don't think this is gonna be. I, I think if this happens at all, I don't think it's gonna be like a, you know, mainstream audience type of thing. I think it's probably mostly gonna be pushed in the Discord servers on Sega Extreme. Um, you know, that's that's the audience right there. That's the demographic that would buy into this thing, and pave the way uh, for something that becomes more established. And then I think it might you know be something down the road that could be more mainstream if more titles come out to support it um but again that's what we're talking about right here we're just talking we're talking what ifs you know but we're talking wouldn't it be great if we had something like that wouldn't Uh, it be nice if we were older then we wouldn't have to wait so long (laughs) okay all right wah wah man where's my stream deck when i need it right i I need a sad trumpet right now i'll listen to the beach boys that sounds and then uh, I was just gonna. Uh, what what comments have I missed? 
pardon my this is by Net Kinetic. Pardon my ignorance to this question. Is this cabling referring to play the playing via actual Saturn console or for Medifin? Uh This is actually for the original console, but uh, if the software is designed correctly, I mean, you, they could potentially have lobbying or some sort of system where you can connect with Medifin players. That would be logical, I would imagine. I mean, of course, um, that would probably come later. But uh, again, if it's open source and they communicate with the developers of Menifen or Yaba Sanchiro or what have you, um, the possibilities are definitely there that it could be cross, not cross platform, but like, you know, uh, don't rule out emulation, basically. It, um, but that, but the design that we're talking about here is literally real hardware physical Saturn link cable to USB output and then um, and just have it be wide open let the developers they'd have to decide on some kind of standard uh, you know protocol um, communication protocol or whatever and the software and stuff and then yeah. just share it with share it with the development community so people could work it into their game and it would be an option and again once something exists and it's an option developers are much more open to you know working into their game unless it's the saturn mouse <laughs> in that case a lot of developers just didn't even bother even though they easily could have <laughs> we'll, we'll set we'll send them out some more mouse we'll send the developers out mice so that they can I know, program right? it yeah we'll send but, them more than sega did we'll send them one instead of none but um you know that that having been said um without Emerald being here to, and he probably would have a lot of things to correct for me. And I am sorry, Emerald, if I didn't, uh, if I did a poor job at, uh, you know, uh, representing that exactly how you would have liked it to be. But, um, but yeah, essentially, I would definitely like to get behind this. I would definitely be interested in, in encouraging folks if it, uh, to to buy into this. I don't think thirty dollars is a lot to ask. Um, I mean, real ties and cables are much more expensive, you know. And uh, and I'm not even saying it would be thirty dollars. That's just like a ballpark figure because of you know parts and labor and everything like that. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh there's definitely a lot to think about in that in that aspect a lot of uh considerations whether it be how the software is going to work how it's going to computers and interface with the saturn how the saturn's going to mm -hmm. handle like net code uh how the if there's going to be rollback or something mm -hmm. so there's a lot to consider and this isn't just a this isn't just a oh ca put cable in you can play online with anything anymore it's a complicated process and i think there's going to be a lot of ironing out and might be years before we can get something going for this uh this project if it comes to fruition but it is my understanding that that water fuel already figured out the net code he they they did in a they did a um they did a successful test using the net link sending out data mm -hmm. um but uh and now, you know, I think that they are working on testing with uh, with this new cable design. Um, but yeah, no, that I think that I think the net code side of things has already been figured out. It's like you said, though. I mean, I'm sure there will be a repository, and I'm sure it'll get better. Um, and again, if it's open source, you know, folks can help out, uh, you know, making it better. Um, but again, that's really it. Really, just comes down to the fact that um, he he can't invest all this money if nobody's going to buy into it. So I'm raising my hand right yeah. now and saying I would buy into it for sure. I think set. I think. I think Pat would, um, because again, like you haven't even gotten your Netlink set up going completely, right? And I mean, you bought a net, you bought a modem. I think you have yeah, the adapter. No, uh, no, I have the adapter and everything, and I, I, I don't have the, I have the Netlink mod, the modem. I see the, the, uh, the, the VoIP adapter. Yeah. 
And I mean, big. That's definitely it went set up. Speaking of IP, I don't. I think with this, you don't have to give out your your public IP address to folks. You know. No, um, um, the, the the way that I would honestly, the way that I would go about doing it is I would have a like like on like the excellent like excellent how they have that set up where there's a lobbying system and you do all the lobbying through there and maybe you can set it onto oh auto quick auto quick match where it'll show mm -hmm. the players and it will match you with whoever's available. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I yeah. think something thing like that would be the best path so we can have a friends list, uh, work with people out, out on your computer or like maybe like a mobile app. So like if you're using like a, a, a Raspberry Pi, you can just load up your smart device and it's like an app or something or like a website or web uh, web wrapper that you can check out your friends list, uh, do the matching sort of like. A, right. So like with the uh, the like with the uh, the this, the net link, the net boots on the uh, Naomi. Mm hmm. So I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of options that they have for that, and uh, honestly, I would really like to see a prototype and see something working. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I can think of that that I would do before I would sell a cable is I would have like a have like a I guess a hook, like be like, oh, if you get it, you can play uh, you can play uh, XL2's game online, or you could play, or we patch this game that's retail to play online. Or something of that nature, like because I think if if they went out and somehow patched a virtual on to have that support, right? I think people would instantly want to buy it just for that alone. I mean, at least in I, my opinion, I think they are keenly aware of that desire, and they know that that's kind of like something they need to consider. Um, again, like Emerald said, that that is not off the table. Uh, that that is a possibility. It's probably it's probably would come later i mean because it it wouldn't just be automatic i mean it would, there is a considerable amount of work there but it's possible it's it's not outside the realm of possibility um that said you know it's important to also consider the fact that with the netlink setup you have to have a chipped saturn or an ode right because you can't plug an action yeah. replay in there to be able to boot up burn disks or a, or a Kai cart, you know, you can't do that because the net, the net link is occupying the slot. So that's another, uh, you know, that's another thing to consider. There are a lot of things to consider that don't really occur until you actually try to get that whole net link set up going. And then you realize you, there are several hoops to jump through. And I mean, I've done it. Kay has done it. Um, quite a few folks out there have done it and it, it, it's been rewarding. You know, it's been awesome to like see it work just like as close to how it, how it worked back then, you know, minus the analog phone line. But, uh, but yeah, definitely. I think that this is an interesting topic that you're going to hear us talking about more as time goes on. You know, it sounds like. Um, yeah, and I think I think Night Dragon said this is a catch twenty two on the whole issue. We need to support the device, but the device needs to be supported by the community. I agree. I think the best way to go about that is like maybe like maybe getting prototypes like of ten of them, right. saying to people that no play it, hack out all the issues, have support uh, decent support, right, and then you know. Uh, you know, actually having that, and once that's there, and you have that, have that. Uh, I'm trying to think, what's the name? Of that? Just like a hook to it, like a, mm -hmm. like the hot selling point. Like, oh, you could play this game that online. It's mm -hmm. like even if it's one game, like if Virtual On or you saw manage to get like Street Fighter like online, people would instantly want to buy it just for that alone. Yeah. So you, but you got to have at least one retail game. I think that, in my opinion, if I were gonna do the sell that device. <laughs> I mean, of course, Hellslave, but I mean, Hellslave definitely is an option. I think that'd be a great, a great selling if, point if as you well. Tell, if you but tell people, it, if you tell people, you could play eight-player deathmatch if you get this cable, I think a lot of people are going to be like, okay, I'm sold. 
you know because they're yeah, not paying for the game right <laughs> the game is free yeah might as well buy you know might as well i don't know wouldn't that be great though if uh they could figure out some way to like have it uh, have it like some of the proceeds support xl2 i don't know anyway I'm, I'm starting to think i'm starting to like think out loud but anyway um i think i think hell slave is a killer app and it, it would definitely necessitate uh it would be, definitely be something that would draw folks to the yard <laughs> bring folks to the and yard like you better something something my saturn is better than yours anyway um so we got to get on it's to our one. nights we got to get on to our night stream so we can talk about nights we have an hour to just uh talk nights and i would love for folks to get up in this chat and share their memories of this game uh just so that we can help celebrate it um so i'm gonna have pat yeah. wrap us up while i uh go ahead and boot up nights sounds good thanks for uh watching guys uh, remember to like and subscribe and ring the bell god i hate saying that but i gotta say it you got, if you really want to support us, I think uh, having the numbers, having subscribers, having likes really helps us uh, show up in the algorithm and sort of be be more represented on YouTube and per se. Because I mean, while we have a lot of viewers, I think I think we're a long way from being like uh, the big dogs or at least the big retro gaming. Because yeah. even with the retro gamers, they still they're still a small portion, but we're like that small small portion. But uh, yeah. I mean, if you guys help sharing us stuff out, uh, helping su supporting us, I mean that mm -hmm. uh, that mean the world to us, and it would it would help us out at least uh, at least pay back what we owe for the for the the cast and stuff. So that'd be yeah. great. So uh, and yeah. make sure uh, also to uh, to oh what did you say, Dave? I was just agreeing with you. I mean, I think that we're not we're not big dogs and i wouldn't necessarily say that that's our desire is just to be big dogs we are the community we're kind of like just one voice of the community i mean i think sega extreme is also a huge voice of the community but we're you guys you guys are us you guys are in our discord you guys are making the news we're just repeating it we're just telling trying to get it out there we advocate for you guys we speak for you guys and um we literally want to grow together as a community i mean i guess if uh you know and i'm not trying to sound too trite or cliche but i mean that's the thing that's our goal our goal is to um not have every saturn video on youtube just be like a top 10 you know or like really shallow stuff like we're hardcore saturn fans just like you guys if you're watching i, I guarantee you guys are probably hardcore saturn fans and we're we're all about you know saturn as a future we're about that base, not just no you know not just celebrating the past but like trying to push it into the future and, and get more people to appreciate this console and and use it as a daily driver you know i mean i know i do um and so yeah we're just crazy saturn nerds and and we're just like you guys so uh we're not gonna the only way we're gonna beat the algorithm is if you guys help us basically share it and and tell your friends about it and and you know like i said like pat said like and subscribe and do the bell crap because that's just what we have to do that's what uh youtube makes the rules but anyway yeah and i'm gonna be honest i really don't want to keep saying ring that bell because yeah. like i said i like i i don't like 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 shamelessly saying oh ring the bell subscribe like because i think it's it's a bit shallow but i mean we have to say it to grow i mean it's it's a sad yeah. it's a necessary evil and well, you know, don't have to you say guys... you don't have to say just ring the bell but you can say um if you guys would like to know immediately when we drop new content you have yeah. the option to check that bell <laughs> how's that yeah there, that's it, a very passive yeah. way of saying it 
Yeah, but but yeah, like, but I, I think ring the bell is just like easier. It's three words. Ring the bell. True. Well, then you have to say about. it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say it. Like I said, I, say did, I didn't say I'd, I I can't. I don't want to say it. Yeah. Actually, I did kind of say I didn't want to say it. But I, the point is, is that if you guys like, we drop content every day, Monday through Friday. Sometimes weekends, we drop content every day. So if you want to watch our stuff, uh, comment on it, uh, laugh at me mispronouncing words, which I agree, yeah. I mispronounce stuff a lot. Definitely ring the bell so you can be notified when everything goes live, like, and you can be like the guy that says first and be yeah. a cool dude. And we like, love shouting. Say, hey. We love shouting your comments in the in the threads. We love having you guys in the chat. We love shouting your names when you do cool stuff. That's just you know, we're we're pretty much all about you guys. Uh, so you want to be involved in this community. You want to do something. You want to create a guide or you want to create Saturn art or you want to uh, make a visual novel for Saturn. I don't care what it is. You want to be involved and you want to uh, create content for this community. We will shout it. Uh, and we just welcome you to be a part of the community and join our Discord server so that uh, we can get to know you and we can help uh, support each other, basically. Yeah, and, and yeah, if, uh, and I, I guess segueing into that, we also have a Threadless store where we have a bunch of merch that, of course, Dave has on right now. His beautiful, his Shiro, sh oh, excuse me, his Shiro shirt. That's right. My, his beautiful uh, Shiro shirt. My business card, my calling card. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to get, can you pull up the link to that and sh show some of the shirts off? Uh, if you want, or can you hmm. not? If not, we can... Tell people I to go on the website. might be able to. Let's just see. But yeah, I'll do it in the meantime. But yeah, we have a Threadless store. We have really cool, uh, really cool shirt designs. A lot of Dave's designs are amazing as per usual. He, we have some great designs. We have like this the Saturn circuit board. We have the, the show, the Shiro Show logo. We have uh, the the Shiro Show like on a CRT. There you go, right there. All the cool shirts that we got up there. So we have a bunch of cool designs. A bunch of ads. Bunch of ads. <laughs> a, a bunch of shirts that pop up. Uh, they're very cool designs. At least I think they're cool. Different colors that you want. You want it on a coffee mug? You can. You want it on uh, shorts? We're working on that. Uh, want, do they uh, do shorts? Uh, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I want some booty shorts with our logo on it. I'm sure you do. Straight Pat. up. I straight up sure. want some straight booty shorts. Uh, I want some boxers with a logo on it. Yeah, I want a picture of my face and have that on my boxers. Can we do that? design of that uh, i'll do some renders of myself we'll get get you can get my face on your boxers why would you not want that i can think of several reasons <laughs> don't comment but no uh, anyways yeah and if actually if you guys post in our discord or on twitter and add us we'll reshare you out and be like hey look at this cool dude in the shirt i know that i need to do that for derek and paul uh was it was his name paul paul t i forgot what his last name was. You know what I'm talking about, though, right, Paul? Are you waiting for a yeah, response? Anyways, oh, yeah, no, I don't know who you're talking Oh, you're talking about Paul Borte. Joseph, Joseph yeah, Paul Borte. Borte. Yeah, Joe Borte. Yeah. yeah, sorry about that. I, I, I am bad with last names, but no, uh, he's a really cool fan. Shout him out. Uh, Derek, uh, A-Team, went on with... Yeah, Paul Borte. Thanks, Paul. Sorry about that. I'm bad, bad with names. You can... Yeah, but uh, anyways, De uh, Derek, aka Team, uh, he has a picture of his shirt in the Discord, so we'll share that on Twitter. 
but yeah, if you want some cool shirts that look as cool as those guys, feel free to support us on there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is probably the longest advertising segment we've had, so I'm sorry about that. That's, <laughs> but uh, I'm actually really passionate about the shirts. I think yeah. I really want to buy them myself. So. And to be honest, I don't push stuff that I don't buy. Like, if we ever get subscribed, like, everything's going to be tested through me if we ever get ads or people that, like, want to advertise through us. So, right. Uh, like we won't we won't set you wrong if we want to if we want to do nord vpn that's my main vpn we want to uh trim our beards guess what's my new uh main beard trimming supply thing if uh and if it's not good i'll not agree to that but yeah, yeah. i just want to make sure that we're not doing you fans wrong because you guys are the number one at the end of the day mm-hmm. so we want to support that and you know we love you guys and uh actually okay. shout out for net kinetic sorry about that he said yeah, I'll do, well, yeah, I just want to shout him out because it found your channel through Pandemonium and his documentaries. Glad to see others who love Saturn. All my pals locally were PlayStation zombies. Agreed. But uh, this is a long closeout, so I'm just going <laughs> to close it out. Thanks for watching, guys, and uh, see you next week. And remember, you must play Sega Saturn. Play Shiro. Sega Saturns. <laughs>